Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode of Shada Philosophy. Today, we're going to stick once again with Plato and the great book by the School of Life, Great Thinkers. And we're going to be doing another one of the four general suggestions that the School of Life present for how Plato believes we can lead a more fulfilling or eudaimonic life. So the second one today is love more wisely. And before we get into a couple short excerpts I want to share, I want you to reflect for a minute on your relationship, right? By that I mean maybe you have a significant other right now. Think about that one, that relationship I mean. Um, But also think about your relationship with your friends and your family relationships. So any relationship that you would say is a loving relationship, anyone you say I love you to, maybe we could even say, um, I think what he's offering here is helpful. I think, again, this is a little focused maybe on the first one of the significant other or romantic relationship, but I also think this provides us a lens to think about our relationships in general and really about love in general, right? So how would you define love is a great question here. That's a huge question, right? So we could break it down into maybe smaller questions, right? How do you love others? How are you loved by others? This might call to mind like that five love languages thing. That's a pretty cool idea. I don't think it's comprehensive, but I think it's an interesting starting point, right? Um, It's like gift giving, quality time, physical touch, these types of things are maybe answers to how you offer love or to how you are loved by others. So let's get a handle on that a little bit, right? And let's see what Plato offers us here. So in the book, The Symposium, there's an attempt to explain what love really is. So it's about a bunch of guests coming together, drinking and talking about love. And of course, Plato's writing it and he is using Socrates here or referring to Socrates and speaking from Socrates' perspective. And the definition they provide is, when you fall in love, what's really going on is that you have seen in another person some good quality that you haven't got. The underlying fantasy of love is that by getting close to this person, you can become a little like who they are. They can help you grow to your full potential. In Plato's eyes, love is in essence a kind of education. You couldn't really love someone if you don't or didn't want to be improved by them. Love should be two people trying to grow together and helping each other to do so. So for me, that's a great takeaway from this short section. Love involves growth. I love the idea, once again, from Thich Nhat Hanh. I've mentioned this a bunch of times, I think, already in the podcast. But if love stops growing, it starts to die. So we have to have a growth mindset when it comes to loving other people, when it comes to loving our significant other, and I also would say when it comes to loving ourselves. Growth is essential for love. So the idea also here is that we have to offer help and we have to be willing to receive help. So stubbornness at times is the enemy of love. A lack of dialogue, you know, I would say all the time, is an enemy of love because dialogue is a pathway to learning and understanding and as a result of that I think hopefully growing together in the right direction right so that growth mindset is really important for love and the idea that love is a kind of education I think is wonderful what have you learned from your significant other right what have you learned from your friends and your family what have you maybe offered them in regards to how they can improve Right? So we should accept, this is back to the book, right? we should accept that we are not complete and allow our lovers to teach us things. 
A good relationship has to mean we won't love the person exactly as they are. It means committing to helping them become a better version of themselves and to endure the stormy passages this inevitably involves, while also not resisting their attempts to improve us. So we might say, even for those of us who are not in a relationship, who might be searching for love, right? How would we like to grow? And for those of us in relationships, we might say, okay, where am I maybe lacking? So for me, I know I could always be more patient. For me, I know I could always be a little calmer, a little more at peace. And these are things I'm very thankful to say that my fiance has brought into my life. So we can locate these types of moments and we can cultivate gratitude for them. And back to Horizons for a moment, we can then with these people say, how do we want to create a life together? And then what growth and learning would that life together require? And that gives us something to move towards together. And that's a wonderful and loving conversation to have with your significant other. And again, we could think about friends and family as well, right? We could take a moment. One of my friends taught me, how has the presence of a, of a friend or their words and their actions, or how have these things impacted me? I have friends too who have helped me in a similar way. See things from different perspectives. Calm down a little bit. I have family relationships, once again, that have guided me lovingly. And at times, even too, we could say sternly. Or, um, you know, I think ultimately, too, when we love ourselves, some of the best love can be tough love. To scrutinize ourselves and, you know, as I say sometimes in the podcast, too, kick yourself in the ass a little bit. We need people to do that for us sometimes, too. And we shouldn't interpret it um, as a negative thing. And I also think that's something that love also encourages us to do that. It makes the teaching that Plato is describing and the education possible. We have to give these people the benefit of the doubt. All right? Again, not all the time, but I think it's helpful to say, you know, I love this person. Their attitude at times or their words at times. I'm thinking mainly about, let's say, maybe older siblings or parents, right, or grandparents even. Um, to offer discipline to ourselves and others and to be, you know, to, let's say, to be disciplined, for lack of a better term, by others. That can be really loving, right? Challenging ourselves can be an act of love. Others challenging us, encouraging us to question ourselves, right? This is kind of, you know, me riffing a little bit with Socrates here. I think he would agree that telling people to examine themselves when they're thinking wrongly or when you feel like they might be and you have some evidence, right? We have to do that. That's an act of love because you're helping them grow. And again, we do it to ourselves too. And by giving the benefit of the doubt, I mean, let's not interpret what in one moment might sound a little bit tough or blunt as a negative thing only. We might be able to say, well, this person and I have a loving relationship. So I'm going to give them or I'm going to I'm going to hear their words with that assumption in mind that it's coming from a place of love. And that's going to help the relationship. It's going to help you hear what they're saying more clearly. And ultimately, if what they're saying is good, right, it'll help you grow. So love as a classroom, love as education, love as, you know, as growth, I think is a really interesting way to define love. And of course, this will lead to a more fulfilling life, right? If instead of saying, I need the perfect person, we say, well, I need someone who I can grow with. And then we start meeting, again, a person in terms of a significant other or more people or let's say a different person as a friend. Or we even start maybe reinterpreting our current relationships and reinterpreting our family relationships in this way, right? Of course, that love and that growth would lead to a more fulfilling life. So it's not about looking for perfection or striving for perfection. It's about looking for people with whom we can strive. 
people who I would think we have enough in common with in terms of other values. So there's, a, there's some type of foundation there, and then we can really move forward together. And we're not at this, uh, in this way of seeing love too. We're not super, or let's say, we're not excessively hard on people for not meeting our expectations. We're willing to calmly teach and learn with them to establish new expectations, to express how things could have been done differently, and or to see how we might be wrong. So this really, I think, changes things. Love is a classroom where we're all teachers and we're all students. Hope this is helpful. Maybe this will help you in your relationships currently or help you uh, looking for relationships and uh, lead to a more fulfilling life. So thank you for listening and talk to you soon.